Sandy here. And Al's here. We are downtown Denver at a business conference this weekend. Just wanted to take a quick minute to check in and let you guys know what we're working on. So thus far, knowing this is a group of people now that we've been involved with for quite a while. I think this is probably the 15th event that we've been at, something like that. And this is independent business people who are really looking for change, looking for significance. They've, some, for most of them, found the success in life, but they're looking for significance. They're looking for what is it that I can do next to help my business grow in a way, financially, yes, but not even necessarily financially. More so, how can I create and help people become better at what they do, love what they do more, enjoy it. So it's it's very much it's about that. Not so much about how can I grow the business and make it bigger and more money, but how can I be make more of an impact on the business, on my business when I go home. So what are your thoughts on that in terms of some of the things you hear, some of the amazing companies that are having this crazy growth and stuff, but getting beyond that and looking at the soulfulness of what is What's your, what's your take on, on what we've learned so far this weekend? Well, every time I come to an event like this, I'm reminded to think bigger. And today we were talking a little bit about what would you do if you had a magic wand. And that's one of the big things that I think when we get onto autopilot, we forget that we can create any reality that we want to by just thinking big enough. So it's sometimes making goals, sometimes setting those intentions, but it's just having that initial thought of what could something become. And it was really fun. Today, we were asked up on stage to share the story of how we've used storytelling in the pool industry to gain some of the recognition and the articles and things like that. So we told a little bit of our certain way. We had a little soft launch of our book, Our Certain Way to Building Our Legendary Pool Business, which was fun as well. It seemed to be quite a popular topic um, with the, the members that are here today. So that was really fun. So I think I'm reminded that people do get up at these events to be inspiring and they're just simply telling their story of what they're doing. And then by nature, then you become inspired. And then sometimes if your story um, gets to exciting parts like ours has, then we were asked up to tell part of our stories as well. And I think that's what's really important with this particular event is people just telling real life stories of real life stuff that's happening versus many conferences are hire a professional speaker to come in and blab about whatever and act an expert but not necessarily having done it but just researched it here it's people doing it that are experts in their own right for having done it they're not experts for presenting it which doesn't matter they're the doers of it and then they happen to share and I think that's a real powerful piece for me, is it's not about how you present, but more what's the content of your present presentation. And knowing that it's important to be able to tell a good story. You could have great experience, great everything, but not be able to tell the story well, and you've diminished everything that it is. So it's a balance between experience, which you have to have experience to tell good story that, that are really impactful, but then you also, I think, and that's what video has been, done so well for us, is you have to get good at telling that story. And for me, I know, and, and several people have talked to me about that this weekend, is that 
they finally are starting to understand that by using video to tell story, we get better at telling story. And I think that's really important. Definitely. Well, the other thing to remember too is as you develop video, and we say this to a lot of people, and I think it falls on deaf ears a lot of the time. Yeah. People say, well, it's too much for me. I don't really quite believe you. Sure, it worked for you. It's not gonna work for me. Like you said up on stage today, the video that we put out first is still working for us today. And I was reminded of that when I was having a conversation with Dan Krause earlier today. He said, we're putting all this technology together for Red, and we haven't applied it to our own business. And he said, until he read Brett Blair's book, where he mentions us, and then when he heard more from us today, like he had no idea that this is what we did, and he didn't understand us. So sometimes, I think when you put your message out there, somebody isn't going to hear it until they're in the position to kind of receive that message. So that's also why it's important to have it out there because in this case, I could say, yeah, we do this. And obviously it hasn't been on his radar yet, but as it's becoming relevant to him, now something. all of a sudden it means more. Uh, that's a great point. How many times have we heard things, oh, you should do this or you might want to do this, and it just sort of blows right by us yeah. because it's not relevant in the moment. The story is relevant right now, but someone may not be ready for it. So in, like in Dan's case, he's in it, he's doing all this, doesn't see the relevance in what he's done with it himself, much like I think we were there, we were teaching it. Yeah. And you know what, We didn't. our teaching was spot on. When we were teaching the, the tools of how to use this in the way, in the, the philosophical way that we expected to use it, we were spot on, but we didn't have social proof. We put implemented exactly what we taught people to do, and now we have all the social proof that we could ever need that what we're talking about works. But it took us the implementing part to really understand that. And like in his case, he hears it, but it doesn't mean anything until his feet are to the fire and he's got to figure out how to do something with it. Well, then he and I took a selfie today, and I said that was step one. So you got a kick out of that because you know step one is you walk first, you take a couple selfies. Then step two is you can start to you know jog a little with it. So, and I don't. Th I think for us, and this is the magical thing that has worked for us is video. I think it would work for everyone yeah. because I think the consumption rate is tremendous. Unless they're really boring and they get on video and they talk like this, that right. is well, going to be a problem. And or topic. <laughs> and or topic because. I'm oh, not the you most, can make anything I, exciting. But I'm not the most dynamic person. We make person. shoveling not, exciting. You can make anything I, I think, exciting. I think in the editing room where you cut and splice and take all my stuff out and yeah, make it look I'm better. Sure. We make, oh, wait, we we make shoveling look fun. <laughs> and mud puddles. Like. You kind of have to because that's the story though. And that's what makes it real. But here's a point that I wanted to, that I brought up a couple times today and it's, it's hitting me. And, and I guess it's worth mentioning. Maybe it's not just in terms of the viewage. You know, we think it's so important and we understand as a culture that viral videos are important for some reason. And the viral videos aren't important for anything other than a flash in the pan moment, excitement of whatever. It's cool. The idea of, of getting a million views on something is really, it's intriguing, but there's, I don't know that there's value but in it other than, no, you don't. And sure, you might get a dance video that gets a million views in a weekend, and next thing you know, these people are on. Good Morning America or something, which is all kind of fun. That's a good story, but that's not impactful. And I think what we've found is by doing what we do consistently, 
over the long haul, the views and the minutes viewed grow to the point where, like I shared today, if with our really cool small boutique company, for every hour of the day that passes, two hours of our video are watched. Think about that. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 52 weeks a year, every hour that passes, at this point, two hours of video are being watched. That's, that's pretty powerful when you look at just your numbers alone. Absolutely. And it's just about our industry. It's about our business. It's about, and it's it's just sharing. Have we ever asked for something on a video? I mean, has our intent ever been, and these ask business, and maybe ask other things, but have we ever? I don't believe that our intent ever was to do a video to ask for business or ask for something because that's not what it was. It was simply sharing information. And now for every hour that goes by, two hours of our video is being well, watched. Well, it's sharing information. Occasionally we talk about how to be a good customer, so I think that's as close as we probably well, got to that well, and I do or think, what we're looking for. In that I, I do think that it's important for us to have our customer understand what we expect from them much like we want them to know what they should expect from us because that's very much a two-way street and it rarely appears that way when you listen to mass media say the customer is always right you know the no i, I don't know that they are the customer is always right except, except for when, when they're, they're not wrong, yeah, which is especially wrong for you yeah, and that's a great point and i think that's something that we've certainly discovered that we don't have to work with customers that are on for us, which brings to the point of a conversation I just had, and this is the power and the impact of being at places like this, is helping some others get through some of those challenges, great big companies doing amazing things, and they're struggling with a lot of those pieces of taking on work that they don't want to take, but they think they're supposed to, and that's not a rookie mistake. These are seasoned business guys that have really big businesses well, doing millions and millions of dollars. the machine is moving in a direction, you, you have to feed so much to it to keep it going. And there's a fear in not feeding it, but recognizing, which I think is, was a startling moment for us, that if we were taking work that we didn't enjoy or that wasn't profitable or didn't work for us, we couldn't be ready for the work that was fun, that was enjoyable, that was profitable. And I think that was a cycle that they found themselves in and it was a refreshing conversation for them today for me to say, don't do it. You don't have to do that anymore. And granted, there's a lot of fear not doing it because there's payroll at the end of the week and there's all those same things. And it doesn't matter at what level. You could be a, a business with, with one employee doing $200,000 a year. You could be a 100, 100 person company doing you know $25 million a year. And it's the same issues. They're just, they're just a little different scale. You know, you said something in there that I think is important. Another thing that comes out of these summits is you get permission to have big ideas. You yeah. get, you get just by watching what other people are doing or someone sitting across the table from you and you say, wow, I never thought about it that way. They can look at you and they say, you have permission to do that too. And that is another one of the most fundamentally powerful things that comes from surrounding yourself with people who've been there, done it. Maybe it's been in a similar way, maybe it's a different way, but they're empowering by saying, just, just do it. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. You have my permission to go forth and try something. Just like we gave everybody permission in the room today to 
do video and selfies and not be perfect at it at first because we weren't and I said everything that's vintage becomes cool. When we started, some of that stuff was pretty hilarious to look back on. It's pretty tough. And now that there's distance wait, wait. between that and us, then wait, it's you're okay. saying me doing I'm my saying, video, my selfie I'm videos and overalls, bib overalls, yeah, selfies, walking around at the pool. That, and yet, that was a little embarrassing for you at the time. It absolutely was. But now you think it's cool. What I do realize you is by doing that, that broke me out of the, I can't do this, or I'm too afraid, or I'm not good enough, or I'm any one of the number of tapes running in my head. And you're right, they're goofy as could be with me and my overall walking around like a hillbilly. And nothing wrong with being a hillbilly, nothing wrong with walking around in overalls. As long but as it, you it, get it on video. Yeah, right, as, as long as you can reuse it and smile at it. And But what that did was, that was starting the process of me telling a story and me being able to walk people through what it is that we do. And sure, it's embarrassing to look back on it, but, but the reality of it, it's, it's powerful. It's really good. What I was talking about then is still relevant now. And I was just doing it in a less mature way, in a less polished way, and, and I still have plenty of room for growth. That's, this is a never-ending, growing, changing experience, and which leads to why we're here is because if we grow as people, we can then inspire and help others to, to see bigger, our team and other teams, our industry and other industry. And the more that we grow and change as people, the, the easier it is to impact other people. And I think we certainly found that out from the social media world, is as much training and thousands of people that went through our boot camps and our seminars and all of those things, and, li and some listened, some didn't. Now, if you don't listen, to us, which a lot of people won't, but if you don't listen to us now, we're coming from a place of authority that we know it works and we can tell you exactly what you can do. And if they don't want to, that's their choice. Before, it was like a talking head suggesting something. And that's now a big we difference. Have proof, we have all the social proof. And we need. those business parables that we read in books, like we've lived our own parables. So it's not like we imagined them and made them up. This is really what happened. So it's very it's much real. a better place of authority. So on that note, thanks for tuning in today and rather a little shorter episode, See but that's okay. Soon. We're yeah. kicking uh, kicking it sort of Denver style. We're kicking it mobile. That's so right. this is what you get. Mobile world. Mobile world. Awesome.